you're having a conversation with a friend in a patio at your local diner. You casually bring up that you like his shirt, but the green coloring seems to be a bit much. The man, enraged, stands up and shouts, This is just what I expect from an orange shirter. Confused, you tell him you weren't implying orange would be better, just that the specific color doesn't seem to fit. The message is seemingly ineffective, and the man replies, Yeah, I bet you like blue shirts too, don't you? and subsequently leaves the restaurant before you interject. Has the man convinced you that you are wrong? Likely not, but while this seems like a nonsensical debate, arguments like this are often the blueprint for online discussion. So in the beginning here, I addressed a mistake from the last podcast, and I'm going to correct one in this episode as well. Later on, I'm quoting someone who asks, would you tell a woman to drink alcohol when they're pregnant? And I left out the pregnant part. Anyways, continuing with the episode. Alright, hello everyone. This is our Finding Reason podcast. I'm Paul Hemmelstrand. And uh, today we're going to be talking about fallacious arguments and misinformation on social media. So... Before I begin, uh, real quick, I just wanted to correct something real quick. It was something small, but uh, I used the example of an honest man for one of my deductions. And I, for a reason, had a word salad. And that specific argument was invalid and unsound, but for some reason I skipped over it and said valid. Um, but anyway, the second part is that a lot of what I'm going to be putting on right now is going to be Facebook posts that I've seen on my feed. And if for a reason you were one of the posters or you've used a post like this or something similar to that, I'm not trying to attack anybody. And you have to kind of keep in mind that I used to do this. I'm 100% guilty of posting some of these things that I'm about to show you. So just keep in mind, I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings or say that you're somehow a bad person just because you used one. Um... So the last episode, I had talked about uh, emotional appeals being used, and that was actually more in line with conversational pieces. So you watch Fox News or see a debate between two people about something, or something along those lines, you'll see a lot more emotional appeal. At least in the last couple weeks when I've actually started pulling some of these up for this, uh, what I'm seeing more often is uh, generalizations and fallacies of relative privation and I'll explain both of those um, but yeah I'll just show you an example but first put up another little quote there that's uh, Richard Feynman he's a noted physicist worked on a lot of stuff but uh, quotes the first principle is that you must not fool yourself and you're the easiest person to fool just want you to keep that in mind for later so, we'll do an example of relative privation. Now, this is probably one. Oh, let me switch that up. All right. <laughs> this is probably one you've seen a lot, but it's probably the easiest example of it. This one specifically doesn't say what he's comparing it to, but it's the classic 
oh, well, you think that problem's bad. Well, there's children in Africa that are starving or dying or something along those lines. And what, what relative privation is, essentially, is there are two problems, and one is seemingly uh, more important than the other. And the idea of, a, of the relative privation in it is that um, you should ignore the other problem until the other one's completely resolved. So I liken this to example of someone that has cancer and simultaneously has diabetes. Now, if you got stage three cancer, obviously that's going to be more important to your health. You're going to want to address that more. But it's not to say that you should just ignore your diabetes. You should still take insulin. You should still eat healthy. Um, shouldn't drink a bunch of alcohol because once you address the other one, let's say you do survive the stage three cancer, you could potentially shorten your life quite a bit or died because you didn't try to address it at all. And then there's another example that someone else told me where, uh, you know, there's the what happened with the Holocaust, but there's several examples of people who have um, done types of genocide and had those things those things weren't necessarily important to other countries as bad, but had that not been addressed, it could have become a Holocaust-type disaster. Um, but we'll bring up some more examples here. All right. So this one is kind of weird. I saw this, and it's kind of the reverse of what normally happens, um, where Bill Gates tweets, uh, news worth sharing. U.S. foreign aid to fight malaria has saved the lives of almost 2 million children in Africa. And someone replied, I'm tired of hearing of donations to other countries, and we have people starving and struggling here. No other country cares. Um, with this, it's it's in the same boat where you're saying that basically for, forget this other country. We need to worry about us. Um and again, you can address both problems. People like Bill Gates and other people who are philanthropists uh, commonly try to address multiple problems. Um, so that's kind of like a reverse relative privation. Weirdly enough, I haven't actually seen an example like that before. All right. This one is pretty simple, and yet I got in an argument with somebody about it quite extensively, but I'm going to tell you why it's I told you the last time or in the last episode the importance of addressing a premise um, before a conclusion is reached so this one says abortions kill 300 times more kids than guns do so to be consistent I'm assuming you want them banned too um, this one is more of a false dichotomy that if you care about one then you should necessarily subscribe to another um, and it's also kind of a generalization um, or a hasty generalization and a hasty generalization is that based on the observations you have you make kind of a law where you know I saw this many people see or I saw two women crash on the side of the road therefore women are terrible drivers and kind of the same idea where basically you have to be um, you have to be pro-gun and you have to be pro-gun and pro-abortion or pro-life man i am it's so hard for me to put those together sometimes um 
but yeah, so at least in the conversation that he presented, which is that, you know, we have this problem where, you know, all these kids are, are dying and it's another relative privation one where like we need, he literally said it in its exact fallacious point where he said, um, that we have to address this before we can even touch gun control. And I was, I said, well, that's not true at all. But instead of talking about whether the fallacies were correct or not, which I could have been wrong, because some of these are kind of hard to point out. They're just so general that they don't really always fit into one fallacy. But instead of addressing those, he asked me if I had a problem with women drinking alcohol. And I said, what did that have to do with what I'm talking about? And... You know, I outlined again what my points were, and I got brought up again. Well, still waiting on your answer if you would let women drink alcohol. And I said, okay, I'll just give you this, that I think it's a bad idea, but I still don't understand what this has to do with anything. And eventually it was going nowhere. So I told him, this is a, a great example of the whole premise thing and, and addressing it, is if... A guy brought you to his house and he put you into the dining room and he said, look, there's a cup of water in, on the table and there's no way it's anything else. And I go, oh, well, what if it's vodka? And he says, well, because it's wet. And I go, okay, but what if it's vodka? And he says, but it's wet. And he just keeps countering with that. And while that is a property of water and it could lead down the road to it being water you're not addressing the actual problem with what your statement is which is an absolute that it has to be water without any demonstration anyway I'll move on from that uh, let's see alright this one is one I probably would have used <laughs> back before I was doing this type of thing and it says this, if methadone, clean needles, and other drug paraphernalia are free for addicts because they have a quote-unquote disease, why is insulin and diabetic supplies not free for those who suffer from diabetes? Um, first off, the, the purpose of them getting these free things isn't because they have a quote-unquote disease. It's to prevent disease. Well, specifically, clean needles are to prevent diseases. They prevent hepatitis, AIDS, things like that. Uh, secondly, methadone is not always free. You can get methadone at certain places, but it's not like this universal thing where if you're an addict, you can just walk in any clinic and you get methadone for free. Um, but yeah, and then they, you can debate whether addiction is a disease or not. I don't really care. It's kind of pointless for this. Um, but then, you know, the second part of that is that insulin and diabetic supply is not free for those who suffer. And again, you know, you can address both those problems uh, simultaneously. But this one might necessarily be relative privation. But here's my point on this one. If you're trying to make a point, and I don't think this is honestly doing, but if you were trying to make a point that you wanted free supplies for diabetics, you don't need to address this as a cause to further the argument. You can demonstrate how free supplies are going to decrease um, problems with diabetes. Um, you can talk about how cost-effective it is compared to other free programs. 
you can talk about several things that you can actually point out to your audience and they can actually debate about it, you know, whether it's going to be a good idea or not. Instead of basically what the underlying message here is that screw the addicts. That's what it's really to me saying. Um, I know it doesn't technically say that, but that's the that's the problem with really loose analogies. It's, it's not syllogistic. They're two different things. One's preventing diseases, and one is um, maintaining one that is a lifelong endeavor. I know they're kind of close together, but they're not. Uh, all right, so we'll go move on to hasty generalizations. Okay. This one actually falls into hasty generalizations and false dichotomy. And I don't remember if I explained that one already, but false dichotomy is um, you basically have to fall into two camps of thought. There's no third option. It was what I was kind of getting at with the whole uh, liberal versus conservative thing and all those type of things. But they're just flat assertions, and it's another generalization where public priorities are millionaires over children, corporations over workers, wealthy over sick, money over morality, party over country, greed over people. And these are only things you could hold if you held a uh, hasty generalization, because unless you never observed otherwise, which is very easy to demonstrate, um, you couldn't possibly hold these absolutes. Um, and you might be thinking, okay, this isn't really that big a deal. Like, people are just thinking whatever they think. The problem is, even if you don't necessarily buy that every single Republican is subscribing to these things, what it does is what I would talk about in, in psychological operations, where one of the ways that you make a, a message more effective is frequency. You don't necessarily have to prove a point as much as you have to as much as you can influence their opinion on something. So if I am constantly broadcasting the same message over and over again, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. You might not believe you're an idiot, but over time, depending how those messages were phrased, you might start thinking you're a little dumber than you actually are. Um, and that's not the case with everybody, but the important thing here is that these type of statements can influ influence people's mindsets. And while it may be pretty obvious to most people that these don't subscribe to every single Republican, um, some people can develop that mindset just by having the message repeated. And this is the same exact thing. Um, guys nowadays don't want girlfriends, just want a girl who acts like a girlfriend and is little to them while they mess with other females. Again, you couldn't possibly hold this without some type of hasty generalization where you've only observed guys um, who, this is actually three assumptions in one, that they don't want girlfriends, they also just want a girl who acts like a girlfriend and is loyal to them, and while they mess with other females. Uh, <clears throat> so unless every single guy that you've run into has these characteristics, um, it's untrue, but it has the same problem where it's seemingly not a big deal, but if you reinforce these things over and over again through similar types of memes or messages, it influences people's ideas on how people actually are. You could do the same, and I'm not picking on, on girls saying this, uh, you could do the same thing with um, 
guys saying it about girls where all 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 girls are gold diggers and that's all they want they just want money and that's the only thing they do um it's an equally worthless claim oh do 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 this one's a little bit different it's uh it's a tweet that says if the shooter is muslim you almost never hear about the possibility of a mental disorder if it's a non-muslim that's always part of the discussion now let's leave out the rest um but same thing which is the the key part isn't the first part it's the second part if it's a non-muslim that's always part of the discussion um which just isn't true uh i am a perfect example of that i think that you could be you could just have a mental disorder. It could be to your ideology. There could be several factors in that. But I never just use absolutes to why someone is doing something. The reason why those conversations come up with uh, Islam or atheism or mental disorder or, or whatever explanation they're talking about, they're bringing it up because they are factors that play into uh, why people do some of these things. But... Anyway, I'm just going to move on. I don't want to unbucket that one because that's a totally different set, uh, discussion. Let's see. All right. There's another one, uh, false dichotomy, but this is kind of a different false dichotomy. It's different from your typical you know, Republican versus Democrat type thing. Um, let me see here. Okay, but it's two sides of a meme. One side says oppression in the West, and the other one says oppression elsewhere. On the left side, it's got, I'm assuming someone in a Western country, and it says, how are you this morning? I guess she's pissed off about it. And the other side is someone in the Middle East, and she's like buried in rubble or something. There's rocks all around her. I'm assuming that they were trying to show that she got beaten with them though it looks kind of photoshopped now that i'm looking at it closer but um the point is uh one for one it, it's saying oppression and oppression is a definition and it really depend, depends what you define as oppression but if you move on to that because that's not too important is that there's definitely cases of oppression in western countries and there's cases of less oppressive situations in some Middle East, Middle Eastern countries or other impoverished areas. Um, for example, you have uh, the Amish community. While they're not being stoned to death or anything like that, there are some of those that severely restrict uh, women's rights, but there are some places in the Middle East that are very... Um, they're pretty built up or modernized, I guess you should say. And they don't necessarily hold all those tenants where they can walk around without their garb um, and things like that. But anyway, I'll move on from that. Uh, okay, this one was kind of weird because I didn't even know where he was getting at. And that was the problem. Uh, I, I have a general idea of what he was saying, but... It says uh, there's a 9/11 every two or three months and death toll, but please keep trying to make me scared of brown people. Um, I know what he was getting at, but this is kind of the point of like making your arguments clear and concise, because he's not saying he didn't even mention that he's talking about white people. If I'm assuming that's who he's talking about with the death tolls, um, 
So he totally missed that part of his argument. And then, but please keep trying to make me scared of brown people. Um, who is he talking about when he's using this message or this argument? It's kind of unknown. And it's not really clear who brown people are. Are you talking about uh, Middle Easterns, blacks, anybody that's non-white? Is it just Muslims? Is it people that just are brown? Because there's so many different like things you can draw from that. Because you could say that he's trying to say that people, just because their skin color, are being made to be more villainous than they are. Or that it's people that are, are, are Muslims, and that's why they're doing it. Or, or they're trying to villainize Muslims. Um, but it's not really clear, so you, you kind of have to explain yourself whenever you're making an argument. Uh, okay, so there's there's various versions of this. Where it says, so far in 2018, there have been 4,320 deaths due to drunk driving. Nobody's looking at banned cars because everyone's smart enough to know it's not the car's fault. Um, this is a non-syllogism as well. And I know it seems like it, but th this argument is also made for, let's say, um, medical malpractice that, you know, so many people have died from medical malpractice that weighs gun deaths, um, but we don't ban doctors from doing the work. Um, but with medical malpractice, that can be refined over time. Um, you know, the, the death rates with children, for example, has vastly declined um, since prior times and it's a necessity in a lot of cases because some people are dying and they need medical attention and it just happens to be that they die as a result um, weapons on the other hand they actually kind of are syllogistic because you could alter certain parts of a firearm to make it less uh, deadly um, but then so with the vehicles uh this is where I argue that it's a matter of necessity. So, I'm the reason why I brought up my whole gun control thing before, and this is the part where I'm saying this is just kind of a loose opinion. It's not, I'm not saying this is the correct answer. Um, personally, the camp that I'm kind of holding in right now is that I'm for having pistols for um, personal safety, for having law enforcement, military, having other types of firearms. I don't necessarily see the point in having um, M4s um, to the public because I don't think you can make a case that an M4 is going to protect you any better than uh, a pistol is. And if you argue that, I say that you probably need to go to the range more. Um, but in a school shooting, for example, that does give you advantage in shooting people from a long range. Or, you know, sniping people, um, if you get like a scope and things like that. Um, whereas a pistol has a very limited effective range. It's pretty much contained in a household. A household, you can use a fi uh, pistol and basically get away with it. Um, but that's my two cents. I could be totally wrong. And if you have, you know, a difference of opinion on that, definitely say something in the channel or in the YouTube comments, whatever. Because I do, I do see arguments to both sides. Um, I'm not trying to ignore them. Because the the most wide or the most convincing one I've seen is the one about Australia. Because 
Australia has shown to have a lower uh, death rate with firearms after the ban. But one thing they pointed out was that their their gun deaths were already on the decline prior to the ban. And I already mentioned before that they're a sea lot country. They don't have a, a border that's super insecure like America is. Um, and just other reasons, but I'll move on from that. Um, probably not going to talk about gun control after this episode for a while until I get some better evidence for both decisions. Uh, all right, so we'll move on past that the fallacious arguments and go more into misinformation. All right. So some of these are more just to see, just an example of how you can be manipulated. They're not necessarily bad things, or they're not going to be like life-altering or anything like that, but they're just to point it out in case you do see some like it that are specific and reference an opinion. So this one specifically is the original post that was actually in an article, and they use this as a meme where it's joking about how there's this thing in Arkansas called floating. It consists of sitting on an air tube and slowly being carried down a creek for hours without carrying the world with beer in hand. It's about as awesome as it sounds. Um, so that's the original one. Um, and this is the one that they edited. And I started seeing this and thinking they probably Photoshopped that in. Um, but what they're doing here, and the reason why it's showing up is they they're able to make more shares out of a post if they can target it or narrow it down to a specific demographic. So what you can do is you can have several posts along the same lines. So um, Southern states, you know, that original was Arkansas. Well, they replaced it with Missouri because that one also has a lot of people that used to floating, but they just edited out or they've just Photoshopped in Missouri instead of Arkansas. Um, so that one, isn't necessarily a problem, but you can see where it could be used for something else. Now this one, um, this one's actually kind of funny because I know the person that originally did this. Uh, so this is a Twitter profile and it says AK-47 stands for automatic killer, 47 bullets per pull of the trigger, much deadlier than AR-15, hashtag gun sense. Um, this is a fake profile. Uh, they did this specifically to troll people, and when I saw it, I thought it was pretty funny because it seemed pretty obviously fake. Um, but this actually caught wind and went viral. Uh, this one that's on the screen doesn't show it, but it got a lot more shares than that, I believe, in the initial parts of it. It got retweeted by a conservative page. Um, and here's another one actually by the same guy uh, to demonstrate how these things could be misconstrued. And what it's showing is four people with their arms raised at a 45 degree angle, four Marines, I should say, and they're staring straight ahead. It looks like they're doing a Nazi salute. Um, now, if I actually include captions or put something in here to make it more like it's what it's been edited down to look like, it would be more convincing, but you can tell from this photo, um, if you know anything about military, that this is the standard uh, method that soldiers use to throw grenades. Uh, they aim their arms out high like that to kind of measure where they may be throwing. They look straight at the target, and then they throw it with the other hand, just in case you didn't know that. But yeah, you could definitely 
change that around to look like soldiers are doing some type of Hitler type stuff or Nazi stuff I mean uh, okay uh, this one it was a post about someone's uh, it was Nancy Pelosi it was breaking down what the salary is and equated to roughly five and a half million dollars that's what she was supposed to make and her net worth they claimed was over 196 million dollars and this happens a lot people will see a post and they won't check it at all they'll literally just share it immediately and the problem with this is while it's easy to find these things out you brought say you got a thousand friends that's a thousand people that have read it and maybe they don't share it but they've already been influenced by it and then maybe one or two other people share it and there's another thousand or two thousand people or whoever um, get influenced by this and it's something that's so easy to check and yet people very less often actually do that and his reply after someone pointed out was i don't know 29 is still high which is not uh, if you know anything about uh, political figures they, they make a lot of money from some pretty ridiculous stuff uh book sales for example or speeches at uh, certain events they can make a lot more money even past what they normally make on their salary um, also you should probably not just listen to anybody's uh, assessment of their net worth because they're widely conflicting and there's not really a single way to narrow it down sometimes uh, this one I'm sure someone has seen something along these lines before but it, it's kind of in the same boat basically you say someone some celebrity died but it's not true but you know the reason why they they make this convincing is they'll usually do the following things they'll say someone died um, suddenly in this one they didn't but uh, they'll say that they kept it a secret which they did in this one um, and then they'll show pictures like this one where it's got the you know one picture where he looks like really healthy and then other pictures where it looks like he's just gross and dead and dying and stuff uh but yeah that that's another easy one to check and but you know if, if you keep those things in mind that I was just talking about what they normally do that's usually a pretty easy one to figure out if it's fake or not this one actually kind of pissed me off um because this is clearly disinformation um and it's all about the wording because it, what it says is TK is 17 being tried as an adult, but white boy at 19 is being referred to as a child. Uh, TK is black, and um, the one they're referring to white boy is the guy in the last shooting that they just had. The key words are tried as an adult and being referred to as a child. Being tried as an adult is a legal definition, and that's whenever you're technically a minor, but you've done a serious enough crime that the judge decides to try you as an adult. That's generally the, the reason why. Um, 19, as far as I know, I don't think there's any states where 19 isn't recognized as an adult. And even 17 in Missouri um, and some other states, that's considered um, an adult. You know, you're not 18 in every state to be an adult. Um, but the point of it is that they intentionally change the words around to where it, it is technically true. 
where he's being tried as old for being tried as an adult but he's being referred to as a child um but and they're also kind of painting a false picture of take because take murdered multiple people but uh, all right okay so these are going to be the more exciting ones so this one it shows what appears to be bruce lee playing ping pong with nunchucks and what this actually is is a video that they made for nokia and what they did is made an actor who was familiar with bruce lee just swing around nunchucks and then they edited in with a video of someone playing ping pong and this one's if you've never seen this video before i'm assuming some people that are listening to us have uh there's some easy ways to kind of spot this out, which is, uh, for example, if you use nunchucks on a ball, it's going to break the ball or damage it to where it can't bounce the same way. It's also incredibly difficult to hit a ball that way because it's not a flat surface like a ping pong uh, paddle. And just the angles that he's hitting it with, in some cases, wouldn't make it go in the direction that it's going. Um, what you, <laughs> What's crazy is that this went viral um, I mean, intentionally for th for the company, but it went viral and it turned into misinformation because so many people I've seen this come up over and over again, where people believe that this was actually Bruce Lee and he's amazing at hitting a ping pong um, ball with his nunchucks. And there's another one after it where he's like lighting lighting cigarettes <laughs> with his nunchucks. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Um, and yeah, it's got something like it, it's multiple million views at this point. Um, and this one, got to pause it real quick. Okay. So this one I came across and what it was is there was a original 10 minute video of Mike Tyson sparring and there was an edited down one that I believe was about 30 seconds long and they chopped down the 10 minute video to very specific clips that were short. Um, to make it look like he was actually sparring and it looked really fast like not so fast that you could easily see the problem but I'll show you what they did it was actually pretty clever so every single one of those the left side didn't didn't come up at the same time as the right side by a pretty significant time frame the reason why it's so hard to tell is because the clips are so short so I'll show you this is it's hard to narrow it down exactly the same frame because I was doing this in a short amount of time. But just watch the body position and how they slowly adjust. Okay, so he's basically moving in the same spot, punches a bag, coming down, and then slowly and surely it gets later and later on the left side because they sped up the doctored one. And you can see him roll. This is the best example of it because you can see several frames where it's in sync with the other one. So you can see, oops, I'm trying to point at them. Both of them have their shoulders to the left, right? They're rolling to the left, rolling to the right, bringing the hands up, duck it down. I mean, almost exactly in sync. And then this is where it starts to come out. It's starting to slow down, starting to slow down. And you can already see there's a difference here. And then by the end of this, I'm going to speed it up. Okay, he hits him with the pad on the right side. It takes 
one, two, three frames before it catches up. Actually, four phrases, technically. Um, it's very clever stuff, but this is the type of stuff. This was spread, I think it had four million views. This is the kind of thing that you run into and you need to be wary about because even though this isn't anything monumentally bad, uh, it only took me three and a half hours to edit this down and match it up like this and, and title them. And just imagine, it with my experience and doing the same exact thing and I was trying to do what he did, it would take me maybe 10 minutes to do this. Um, so you got to be really wary about what sources your videos are coming from. All right. I think that's going to be it for that. I was going to include some stuff about studies, but I'm probably going to wait for a different podcast to address those. Uh, all right. So I'll just leave you with this last little bit. I'll bring this back up. So consider this. Every social media account is a platform with an audience. Every affirmation of truth you make is broadcast to everyone you know. And without consideration of the information, you could be unintentionally leading people to make faulty decisions. So if you are watching this on Twitch or on YouTube or whatever platform, um, I do this every Friday at 7.30 Central Time and I upload the YouTube version usually the same day or the next day and if you want to participate in the discussion which is why I want you can either wait till this part of the uh, <clears throat> stream ends and ask me live in this twitch broadcast um, or you can ask me in the comments on YouTube and if you want to get more videos from me you can just hit the subscribe button in there but yeah you can comment down there too and I'll try to answer every question there is all right, that's going to be the end of this episode. Um, thanks for listening, and hope you'll tune in later.